Welcome to The Real Journey Show. On this podcast, you can expect guests of all backgrounds and professions to share a real journey they have experienced in this thing called life. From origin to current, the rocky ups and downs in the middle, and what is yet to come. The journeys of each guest will vary, but there is one thing that will remain constant. The listeners will be reminded that life experiences have a compelling way of connecting us, inspiring us, and empowering us to stay real. I am Tara Martin, your host of The Real Journey Show. Welcome back to The Real Journey Show. We are very excited for our special guest today. I cannot wait for her to share her story. She is a woman of just much respect for, I have so much respect for her and what she puts out into the world. I feel like it's always quality content. It's real. And I think it just fits our real journey show so beautifully. So I am going to let this incredible educator who does a lot of things. I know you teach, you are a P instructor. I know you do the staff room podcast and have just a ton of things going for you, Pav, but I'll let you formally introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you and what you do, your current role, and then we'll dive into some real journeys. Amazing. Thank you. Well, first off, I wanted to thank you so much, Tara, for having me on the show with you today. And uh, that invitation really does mean a lot to me. And so I'm very excited to share my journey with you and uh, love listening all the time. And you've got some really cool people on. So I'm very excited to be included in that in that group of people as well. So thank you so much. Um, again, yes, my name is Pav Wander. Um, I am a teacher primarily. I've been teaching for 15 years and um, I teach mostly middle school, grades six, seven, and eight. And I have been for pretty much my entire career. I haven't navigated uh, very far from that age group um, in my journey, my teaching journey. Um, and about a year and a half ago, myself and a uh, colleague, uh, Che Cheney, um, we started a podcast called the Staff Room Podcast. And it was basically just a way for us to reflect on our teaching and uh, reflect on the things that happen in our classrooms on a day-to-day basis. Um, and just the things that we have on our minds, just any anything that's really itching for us to talk about. It, was, it started off as a real reflective process. And, uh, and it continues to be but we've as we've seen um there's really been a space for for our conversations and so uh, we've grown a lot as teachers as individuals um, and as podcasters in this past year and a half so that's a big part of the journey that i'd love to talk more about in a little bit um, on top of that, um, we also host a live radio show on Sunday nights um, filled with great teacher talk um, and some amazing music and um, I've built this really great connection, this really great um, group of people that gets together every Sunday night and we hang out together. We listen to some great music that's requested by the listeners and, and we talk about whatever is on our mind to end off the weekend and get ready for another work week. So that's really 
um, a huge highlight of my weekends. And uh, I know that the community loves to also participate in that as well. So huge highlight. So that's um, the drive on Voice Ed Radio, voiceed.ca or on chanpav.com slash radio on Sunday evenings. So those are really the the big pieces of the puzzle. And um, and that's a, that's a quick intro, I guess. I know we'll get into much more of that uh, in, in the next little conversation as well. But that's that's me. That's who I am. You are, you're everywhere. I feel like every time I tune into Twitter, I just see either Che or you or Stafford <laughs> Podcasts posting something. So it's so exciting to see all the content being put out there. And I love that you also um, share how you consume content. I think as creators, it's very important that we make time for that consumption of content too. And so you guys are constantly amplifying the messages of others and, um, you know, reflecting on things that you're learning and others podcasts too. And so I always appreciate that when I see a prolific creator, I see the content consumption behind it. It just, it it fuels my fire to see both of those sides of individuals. So Mm. Pav on the Real Journey show It is all about just sharing a journey that has kind of shaped you into the person you are today. And it doesn't have to be professional. We have people from all different professions come on the show and share something. It can be personal. It can be professional. It can be anything in between. (laughs) Um, Just a journey that fits the acronym. Real is an acronym. And so real is being relatable, exposing a little vulnerability, approachable, and learning through life. And I feel like no matter what journey that we go through, we kind of encompass that. And if we can share our real journeys out with the world, and then they feel comfortable to share their real journeys with others, then that is where we really truly begin to do what I just talked about that you and Che do so beautifully. And that is hear the messages of others and amplify those messages. And we're all encouraged by each other's story. So I would love it if you just wanted to start us out and start sharing any journey that has kind of shaped you into the amazing woman you are today. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Tara. Absolutely. Um, I, I just want to touch on before I get into that, the, 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 statement that you had made about consumption and, you know, and in terms of my personal journey, that consumption has been huge for my own personal growth. And even for uh, the growth of Che and I, I, in this podcasting journey, it's been uh, monumental. And I think that if it wasn't for the, the valuable content that people have been putting out there and sharing with the world, that we, we wouldn't be in the space that we are. We wouldn't be in the place that, that we've gotten to um, because we've learned so much from everyone and from, from yourself um, and through the many interactions that we've had with one another in the past couple of months. Um, it's been so, so valuable for us. So I did want to throw that in there as a, just a comment on that because I thought it was very uh, profound statement and 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 thank you for putting us in that group of people who amplify that is something that um, that's our it's our one word of the year uh, is to amplify and so it, it's it's a huge mission of ours as well so um, let me start getting into this journey because that is a big part of of that and so um, I, I want to start with this uh, this disclaimer that I am actually still going through this journey. I am. I feel like in my lifetime, um, I've I've started over 
many times. I've I've restarted the journey or or I've kind of picked apart or I've paused the journey or the journey has gone on a detour. And and I so I still feel like I'm I'm kind of just navigating my way through. And I know that that's that's what a lot of people say. Um, I'd love to be able to look back and think that the journey took me to a really great destination. And so it's not really necessarily a goal that I have in mind to get to any particular place, but I think that life is is in that journey itself. Mm -hmm. And so that for me has been um, something that I, I try to hold on to and try to remember as, as I go through the many experiences that I have and show gratitude for um, for the for the ups and the downs, um, because without that, you know, what what story would there be to tell if it wasn't for for those ups and downs? So, I'd like to divide my my personal journey into three different categories. Um, for me, one would be my career journey. It's a it's a huge part of many of our lives. Um, what we choose to do with our 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 lives for work and what we choose as our professions and our careers. So that's that's one aspect. Another aspect would be my wellness journey, um, mind, body, and soul. And so that that has been something that I've been working quite a bit on. And then the the last part of that is that the introspective journey, um, loving myself, who figuring out who I am as a person, and really truly getting to know that self. So those are the three big areas I think that that I'm 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 constantly trying to navigate and and trying to intermesh them as well, and um and and figuring out how those things work together and how I can make them work together. I feel like those are the big three themes in my life. So starting with teaching, because I think that it's the teaching that really brought me to this place of being able to talk about this with you and being able to think about these these things in my life. Teaching was never really something that was on my radar growing up. It was it was being pushed to be a doctor, you know, follow the footsteps of your your older cousins and and go on to become, you know, a doctor or in the health field, something along those lines. And and I just I love the sciences and and I and I think that I'm pretty decent at them, but it just that, that spark just wasn't there. So um, going through education, going through life, I was kind of always just teetering on that that science fence of you know should I should I go towards the sciences or should I just veer in one slight different direction and go somewhere else? Um, I ended up teaching at the advice of uh, of a colleague that I had um, working within a health field, but working within the education sort of new employee education department. And uh, a colleague of mine recommended, you know, if you really love the training part of this job, when when new employees arrive and you're teaching them how to do their jobs, you seem to really enjoy that. Why don't you consider teaching? And so um, that's something that I said, yeah, you know what, why not? I actually think that that might be a great idea. And so quit my job and went to teachers college and 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 yes it felt it felt like a natural fit it felt like you know this is nothing that i ever considered but it's something that i think is is good for me and 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 i enjoy it and i like it and so i i sort of fell into that by accident and um and then and then just 
but then at the same time, once I started my teaching journey, it just became this monotonous working through the same thing every year. Um, I never wanted any change in the role. I always just, you know, I, I wanted to start at one school and finish my career at that school. And that was, that was it. I just, you know, wanted to focus it. And then changes happened. Life happened. I moved from school to school. And although the changes were difficult, it was always a new experience that was brought to me. And I was very hesitant in my early years of teaching to embrace change. I was really like, I just want consistency. I just want one thing so that I can get good at doing one thing. Um, but life never seemed to happen that way. Never. It was almost as if every time I wanted a little bit of consistency, there was always something to change the dynamic. So, um, so I learned through those experiences, but I, I cannot say that I embraced it until until just a couple of years ago when I finally just said, you know what, it seems to me like the only constant in my life right now is change itself. Like everything is just constantly changing. So it's about time I just started to embrace that. So, um, so that has become really something that I'm constantly now trying to work on. Well, you know what? I'm in this role at this moment. Let's make it the best possible thing that I can be, can, that I can do at this moment. And then let's move on to something else. Let's see what, what change brings us next year or the year after that. And let's see how I can adapt to that. So that's something that I'm working on currently is being able to embrace the changes that are, uh, that are happening in my life at the time. So and with regards to teaching itself. And I have to say that the podcasting journey has really helped me with that because it has led to a lot more introspection with me as a teacher. I love, I love all of that. There were a couple of quotes in there that you just highlighted on, especially when you said life is the journey. I mean, I couldn't agree more that I think that's why I love the show, <laughs> not just because it's my show, but I just love hearing you know, that we are constantly going through a journey. I mean, there's never, there's never a plateau. There's never a um, destination, if you will, like you said earlier, because once you get there, that's the start of a new journey. That's you know, right. whatever that was, that becomes your starting point now. And, um, and then you're like, okay, where do we go next? It's kind of a fork in the road, or it's just, uh, maybe you're just going to continue to go straight, whatever it is, but you're about to take another journey. You haven't actually arrived. And I don't think we ever really arrive in life because like you said, the other quote that really stood out to me during your beautiful story um, was just that the only constant in your life was change itself. And I I think there's probably a lot of listeners out there that feel like they can relate to that. And they can also relate to wishing everything would just <laughs> stay the same because mm -hmm. there are times in our life. And I think when I think about the educators in my life as a little girl, it seemed like they stayed at that school for a hundred years. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like every one of my siblings had them and even my parents or something had them, you know what I'm saying? So in my mind, once you became an educator, you were going to be doing the same thing for the rest of your life until it ended, right? But um, that's not really how it works. That's really not, I've, I lived in a small town and I guess that's maybe how it worked in that town. 
but it certainly isn't how it worked for me either. I feel like every three or four years, something was changing and I was doing something different. And all of a sudden I was taking a new journey and headed into administration. I didn't even know I wanted to be an administrator. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was just like, and it was constant all the time. And I, I couldn't agree more with you with the, the one constant that every single one of us under the sound of both of our voices have is change. So we might as well embrace it. I mean, we might as well, otherwise you're fighting it. And it reminds me a lot of, I think in metaphors all the time, but it reminds me a lot of swimming against the current. We have a lake, we live right off of a lake. And I'm telling you what, swimming across the lake is a chore in in and of itself. But if you're swimming against the current, it can be so draining and you get very little progress in a, in a long amount of time. And I think that's how it is in life. That is just like a perfect metaphor for life. When we try to fight change, it, it feels like you can't get very far, but if you just go with it, turn around and just flow with it, you go fast and you go far and it's scary and you get water up your nose, but it's okay because (laughs) it's exciting and you're learning something new and you're seeing new things and trying new stuff. So I'm excited that you went into teaching because you are putting out just all the wonderful things your kids are doing and then sharing with other educators, your own feelings and things that you're going through. And, um, you know, maybe that would lead us right into you sharing out your wellness journey. Um, I know that was number two of your journey. And um, I would love to hear how this kind of led you. Was it teaching that kind of led you to, to focusing a little more on wellness or was, what was it that led you to that piece of your journey? So the wellness piece, it's always been something, I I can probably take it back to physical fitness. Like it was always, physical fitness was never a big part of my youth. So when I was, uh, when I was a kid, it was never anything that was really enforced, like be active. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, let's go for a walk, let's go for a jog, uh, dance when you have time. But it was never like, I was never in any organized sports. Um, I didn't really gravitate towards team sports at school. I tried out for a few, I was on a couple of teams in elementary school, but nothing in high school. And and it was something that I kind of shied away from. Um, Body image was always an issue, teenage girl stuff. No, and then just getting suck, suckered into that. And I remember it just being something like when I got into university, uh, my degree was in kinesiology. I, I did a lot of um, athletic stuff in university. Yeah, part, of, part of the degree was to participate in 12 practicums where you try out different sports. And so all kinds of sport. And it was the, the best experience of my entire uh, university time being in, in university, it was, it was trying out all of these different sports that I otherwise would never have had the opportunity to, to try out. So playing squash for the first time, um, you know, playing golf for the first time. And, and so I picked up so many of these, these hobbies from that experience. And so, you know, I always, I always used to lament that as part of my youth, like, 
I feel so bad that I was never exposed to these things when I was young. And so it became something deliberate in my adult years. Like I want to play, I want to um, be involved in, in athletics as much as I can and, and uh, play sports, play team sports, get better at these things that I never really had the chance to do when I was young. So it started with the physical fitness. And then as, as I, you know, advanced into adulthood, physical fitness took on a different toll after having kids. It was like always trying to get yourself back to, um, the place that you were before. And so, um, it, it, and then it, and then it became a little bit negative and then it became all about, well, you know, it's, it's tough after you have children to get your body back to the way it was. And, you know, I'm watching my diet constantly to the point of it becoming obsessive and, uh, you know, overdoing it with the exercise until you're injured. And, and it became a, almost an unhealthy obsession with what I thought was wellness. Mm -hmm. And so that, that journey I'm, I'm still working on because I still have these issues with, with, um, with body image, with appearance and things like that. And so I, I think about, I'm so, um, mindful of the message that I'm giving my pre-adolescent and adolescent students and the girls that I have in my space and talking to them about body image and, you know, you're beautiful the way that you are. Everybody is different. And I sometimes feel like a hypocrite giving that advice to my students when, when I still, even though I know better, still feel that way. And so that's part of the, that, that sort of, and it, and it goes into that introspective journey it kind of meshes together with that third point as well about just um loving who i am as a person and becoming comfortable with that and um and just being proud of everything that my body has gone through in in its journey as well and so um that that has been um really the inspirational point with my wellness journey and then and then from there focusing on well what is good nutrition is it following whatever fad fad diet is is out right now which i have to admit that i still fall victim to time and time again because you know that that low carb diet just works yeah and so you know do do i stick with that knowing that you know my my children are watching me when i say no to the to the whole grain breads because they have grains, um, but I encourage them to eat it at the same time. And so is it like, I just, I fight that dichotomy really a lot in my life. And so just trying to find that balance or that flow um, between what is healthy and and how to be healthy in my wellness journey as well. And, and then linking mindfulness to that too. So I think the, that the biggest thing that I can say for my wellness journey itself in regards to mindfulness is becoming aware, becoming aware of my triggers. You know, when, when do I choose to not work out? How am I feeling when I, when I say no to that workout that day, or when I pick up, when I make my food choices for that day, where is my head at when I'm making those choices? Why did I choose to have that really late night, night snack when I knew that it probably wasn't a good idea? So it's, it's that mindfulness behind, behind that wellness journey that I think that is, is the driving force 
And that's where I'm at at the moment is, is that real true awareness of the decisions that I'm making um, and, and just living that best life that is, that is good for my health and uh, what's going to take me uh, not to that destination, but to the next part of, of that journey. So that in a nutshell, that's sort of my wellness journey and finding the, the physical, the nutritional, and then the, the, uh, the mindfulness to sort of help me live my best life. Isn't that such a hard, I, I think that's just a hard journey for all women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, maybe not, maybe all is too all inclusive, but I would say pretty much every woman I've ever met yeah. <laughs> anyway, yes. has battled, basically battled this whole body image. I know that is a big one, especially in high school. I remember mm-hmm. middle school, high school, when I first started to even notice body image, Yeah, I, I feel like before I didn't like in elementary, I don't even think I thought about it back then. I mean, mm-hmm. now the kids are noticing body image so early. Oh, yeah. And so aware of it. You know, my little niece is seven. And I think it was, it was this past Christmas. She goes, Does this dress make me look fat? I'm like, oh. you are seven. <laughs> like, yeah. Who cares? Nobody cares. It's fine. Your dress looks perfect. But um, I don't know. I'm just thinking, I'm thinking about a ton of things, but one of the things I'm actually thinking about this is Brene Brown. Um, episode. I heard an interview of her the other day. It was probably about three months ago. And she said something that was so profound. She was talking about trying to figure out what it is that this huge group of people, she surveyed all these people in her research. And she was looking to see what was the commonality between all of them that they helped them to become compassionate. Mm-hmm. And she really felt like once she surveyed all of them, that it, the common thread would be their faith. But it turns out the common thread was actually their ability to set boundaries. And it was a very interesting discussion, but she talked about the people that set boundaries and that don't allow certain things into their life and specifically channel in directions that will help push them forward actually are more compassionate. She went on to say that if we can set boundaries enough around us to love ourselves and to feed our bodies and our minds and our hearts with the things that we love that actually helps us to be better in every way, then we actually can show love. And until we can really do that, she was, I mean, she's done all the research, then she doesn't honestly feel like we can give out our potential. We can't be Mm -hmm. everything we need to be for those that we serve. And, um, you know, it's been in the last few years, this isn't really about me, but (laughs) that I've really learn to love myself really just truly. And I don't really care. There are haters out there and I post fitness stuff. I post whatever I want to post and I don't really care. And I literally can say that with all honesty, it doesn't bother me. If the haters want to hate, that's fine. I feel like what I'm putting out there hopefully will encourage someone. And if it doesn't, well, it just encourages me. So it's fine. Um, And I think if we could ever get our students to truly embrace that, yes, embrace change as you discussed earlier, but really embrace, embrace this idea of setting boundaries and really feeding your body, your heart and your mind exactly what it needs 
because in the, at the end of the day, you are the person you spend the most time talking to. <laughs> You're the person you get to look in the mirror and see every single day. And so why not give that person the love that it deserves? And so I appreciate you sharing that journey with us. Thank you, Tara. And, and I, and I appreciate uh, you sharing those profound thoughts with me as well. That's um, I, that setting boundaries thing is, um, it's something I'd, I, if you could share that episode with me, I'd love to listen to that. Or was it in her, one of her books? It was in Kelly. She was on the Kelly Clarkson show. Oh, okay. I yeah. I'd love to, I'd love to listen to that because that's, that's actually, and, and it leads into this, uh, part three of my journey as well. Uh, that setting boundaries piece. Um, I've been, you know, in part of part of our our Twitter journey, our social media journey attached to the Staff Room Podcast and the Drive, has been sort of this people watching, and and you do a lot of people watching, and you see the content that certain uh, individuals are putting out, or all individuals really. And then what I have found is that um, there are some really driven people out there. And, and I, and I try to see, you know, what those things that people do, the, those, that drive that people have, where does it come from? And, and I, and I take a look at, at Che, you know, and he, I would say that Che is a very driven person. And, and I look at those qualities that sort of make a person as driven as they are. And, and I have to say that's, that's something that I have noticed as these are people who set boundaries for themselves. And, um, and, and they, they know what they're going to do and they know what they're not going to do and what they're not going to allow themselves to do. And I think that that is an area of my life where, where I feel like I could use a little bit more work is setting more boundaries. Um, what I'm going to, the positives that I'm going to allow into my life, um, the negatives that I'm going to make sure that I remove from my life. And I like that you, you know, you said you, you post whatever you want because it's, it's good for somebody and it's good for you. And I like that um, because that's something that I've been trying to do a little bit more. I'm, I've always been such a reserved person in my life that sharing parts of me w was, it was, it was so difficult and I'm, and I'm much better at it now. Um, but this this conversation that even you and I are having would have had me, you know, not sleeping at night and thinking about how am I going to share so much of myself when I don't even know very much about myself. And so I think that seeing other people and seeing how they they um, exemplify their own drive um, in their lives and and how they set those boundaries for themselves of what they're going to allow others to do or how to how they will make them feel um is is very important and so i thank you for sharing that with me and um that's definitely something that's um reestablishes a couple of things that i've i've been picking up and learning in my life as well um that introspective part is really you know i've, I've done a lot more of it in this year and a half than i ever have in my entire life i'm looking at who I, when when I'm posting myself, I'm posting my journey, my running journey, which I posted last summer, which which was a lot of me, right? It was it, but it was very cathartic. It was very um, really spending some quality time looking in about who I am as a person and sharing that with people. That's that's important and figuring out you know what parts of me am I super proud of? What parts of me would I like to change? What parts of me do I think I could 
spend a little bit more time working on. Um, I, I talked about that body image piece, you know, rather than always constantly worrying about, well, I can't fit into that dress the same way that I used to be able to, but focusing more on what parts of my body are still extremely healthy and for the age that I am, not that I'm that old, but <laughs> for, for, for who I am and where I am in my life right now. Um, think of all of the the amazing things that my body can do. And so um, just, you know, refocusing that energy and, and showing more gratitude for how far I've gotten um, and how active I still am and the new things that I'm learning how to do. And I'm stronger now than I ever have been in my entire life. Um, I'm practicing martial arts, which who who knew that I was going to be doing that? And yeah, it's just it's it's this 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 new awareness of who I am as a person. I think that 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 part of my journey and and many would think that wow, that's really late for you to be getting into that self-awareness part, but I think that many of us won't admit that we're still trying to figure out who we are in our late 30s, early 40s. So, um I think that that's something that I'm coming around to, that it's okay to be in your journey at whatever age you happen to be in it. And so not comparing yourself, well, that person figured out who they are, who they were back in their early 20s. Um, I feel like I missed out on that self-awareness part, but my self-awareness today wouldn't be the same if I had figured out who I was when I was in my twenties, you know, I don't know if that makes any sense, but it makes makes perfect sense. I I love it. And I think it's so true. I think anyone can relate to that because even, even though I feel self-aware now, um, I would definitely say I still struggle with it. There's still times where, I mean, we're human, you know, so doubt's still going to creep in there are times I said, I don't let the haters get to me, but sometimes I let their thoughts. I read that tweet just one too many times mm-hmm. and let those thoughts just kind of settle in just for a moment. And it really only takes a moment before more thoughts. Well, basically inside your brain, that's exactly what's happening. Synapse start connecting. And so immediately that thought, that tweet triggers something. And I had just an insanely abusive home life as a kid. And before long, it's all connecting like to all of these things that have been told me or done to me. And all of a sudden I'm in this negative place. Right. And that's where I think we're talking about this introspective, this setting of boundaries. That's where you can't, we have to set boundaries and just say, you know what? Not everybody's going to like everything we put out there. It's just, it's just the way it is. Not everybody's going to like our body image. Not everybody's going to like the way that we um, use our energy. Not everybody's going to like martial arts. Not everybody's going to like CrossFit. Not everybody's going to like running, but you know what? Whatever it is that helps people to feel like their best self, that's what we need to do. And as teachers, as educators, it's so, so important that we don't tunnel our vision especially when it comes to health and wellness and, and physical fitness and mental wellness too, that we don't say there's just one right way. There's, there's never one right way for anything. There really isn't. There's so many directions, avenues that we can get to this place. And um, I love 
how you talked about earlier, just getting to explore all of those sports, you know, and I think that's how it should be in life. We should be able to help people to have all these places, all this thing, all these things to explore, to help find who they are. And it may take them until they're, well, I'm in, I'm 42. So it may take them until they're 42 before they really say, you know what, I'm not putting this out there for the most likes. I'm not putting this out there for, I'm just, I feel inspired. I did something. I'm a, I accomplished this, or I read this quote and I want to share this out. And I don't really care if the rest of the world is stoked about it. If one person is encouraged by it, that's perfect. Mm -hmm. And if they aren't, then I feel good about it, about putting it out into the world. And so I think at some point we have to get to that place. Yeah. And it's very difficult. Somebody told me the other day on TikTok, wow, you don't really have a lot of followers and stuff. I was like, you know, TikTok is just kind of a place to journey. Um, it's, it's like a fitness log for me. Yeah. And I love being able to put my workouts to music. And so I just record little pieces of my workouts and put them on there. I was like, I don't really care about likes or pe people follow me. I mean, if you want to follow me, that's fantastic. But for me, I love looking back and saying, whoa, I used to, I, I wasn't able to do a pull-up and now I can't. And it's just one big log of videos for me. <laughs> and so clearly I'm not using TikTok for its real potential, <laughs> but it, that's the thing. It doesn't matter to me. It, right. it, it's okay. That's, that's what I chose to use it for. And it's a place where I can put my videos and put music behind them. So I'm like, okay, I'd I'll, I'll do that. Um, now, if somebody goes and checks it out and you feel inspired to do those workouts, they're all there for you. You can do them. But um, yeah, I think Pav, it's just so beautiful that you've shared your journey because I feel like so many listeners out there can relate in each of these areas. Um, in each of them, when it comes to, you know, our career journey, what did we want to do? Where were we set to, to be? And then where did we end up? And then this wellness journey, I love the idea of it's not just physical fitness, but it's all the pieces in between the nutrition and the, the mental wellness too. And then how that led right into your introspective journey, which I feel like probably all of us are still working on that one <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, and and it's a and it's a tough one, right? Because um, I think that everybody goes through it at some point in their life, and then everybody questions, you know, what what is this all for? What are we doing this for? Who are we doing this for? The answer always comes back to, well, you need to do it for yourself because this is your life, this is your journey, and this is um, this is how we're going to be real. <laughs> so, yeah. um, and and so it's 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 a beautiful journey. It's a beautiful path. Um, I'm embracing every part of it, the ups and the and the downs, and there have been um, many, many downs, and everybody experiences those too. It's um, it's learning how to navigate through those downs and how to how to appreciate them for what they offer, the opportunity for growth. And um, there isn't a single down in my life that I didn't grow from. And so I think, yeah, and, and I think that that now seeing those downs and seeing the growth that has come from them, it gives you a little bit more solace to know that the, the downs that are, are still going to happen in your life, there will be a silver lining or there will be some growth that comes from it. So it, it's almost like, okay, it, it makes it a little bit easier to, um, to expect, right? So, um, I think that that has been part of that that learning as well. And so, you know, when it comes to our our podcast, um, it started as as something educational, but so much more 
has come out of that because we've we've connected with people from around the world. Uh, people have shared their stories with us. We've had the opportunity to share other people's stories, things that have inspired us to become better teachers and better people. Um, I, it's forced me to be more introspective because you can't effectively put your content content out there as authentic without knowing what makes you authentic. Mm -hmm. And so we put, we really have um, inadvertently, I think that the, the interest people had in who we are, who we were as, as educators and as people has really um, given us the green light to share ourselves with the world and, and just, um, just be as authentic as possible. And I think that that resonates with others. And more importantly, I think it resonates with ourselves because for the first time in our lives, we don't need to wear a mask to be out in public. And I mean that metaphorically, not literally, please wear masks when you're <laughs> out in public. So, um, it's, totally uh, <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's been an amazing journey and, and the radio show and the podcast and all of the things that Che and I are doing have been brought out by, by this journey. And so we're so thankful and grateful um, for learning through it and for making connections with people such as yourselves. I mean, we're so honored and blessed to have these, uh, these relationships that we've built with people. And, um, like I've mentioned before, Che and I learn from you every day. So, so we're so thankful and grateful to have this, uh, opportunity with you. Well, I'm grateful to be connected with you all and, um, your PLN too. I feel like it's, um, it's so beautiful when you connect with someone on a podcast. I think we were all on a podcast together, yeah. which I had definitely had been connected with you before that, but really yeah. got to know you then and um, more, know you more <laughs> then and, and then connected to members of your PLN that I hadn't been connected with before. It's, it's, wild the connections and the ability that we have to connect and so to not do that it's almost like you're doing yourself a disservice as mm -hmm. an educator but as a human because you're able to see so many new perspectives and with every new perspective you gain new levels of empathy that mm -hmm. you then can transfer into your practice no matter who you serve you know I, that's how i feel when i'm on these podcast interviews or i'm interviewing wonderful people like yourself, I'm learning more about people's story. And not only, like you said, does it help us to look within, it kind of takes the spotlight off of them. And you start to look within, like, if I'm going right. to be share, if I'm asking them to share parts of their story, like I've got to be willing to do that as well. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, this is actually, you know, especially when some listener says, you know, when you said this, or when Pab said this, it really resonated with me. And thank you for encouraging me to share my story. And the more we do that, the more this connection and this almost like family, I call them my PL family because I really think it's more than just a PL network, uh, pro professional learning network. I call them my professional learning family. And I think it becomes more like a family because you start to think of them and their whole self, their whole story and all the wonderful, good, bad, and ugly experiences that they bring to the table, but it makes them who they are. And it also makes you be able to connect with them. And like I said, develop those levels of empathy that you later share with other people that you serve. So, so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful journey. And it's, it's, it's something I think that you are embracing as well. And, and I am too. And, 
so yeah, let's see where it takes us. Totally. And it wasn't that long ago when I got connected. I was only four years ago. I mean, other than that, I had only just ever done anything right inside my district. Right. And um, I thought that was great. And I had some connections, like a thousand of them, just right there in my little district. That's right. (laughs) You know, being able to connect with others, it just takes it to a whole new It, it opens so many more avenues to your journey, right? And, and it makes it just so much bigger. And I think that's what you're saying with the staff room podcast and yes. the radio show. It's just wide open and you start to see, wow, all of these possibilities out there. Right. And perspectives that, that you in your, in your, although, you know, you may live in Toronto is a huge city. Um, it's, it's still a pocket of, it's a, it's a pocket of the world that may share certain beliefs with one another. And so when you when you take a perspective from outside of that, that perhaps you didn't consider or someone who brings up something on the another corner of the world as as being important to them and and you start to amalgamate all of those different perspectives in your in your professional learning community, as you mentioned, or your family. it, It just it broadens your worldview and it broadens who you are as a person and it and, and then, and then you start that journey again of looking within and, well, you know, I had this belief system, but now I have other perspectives to bring into that as well. And so, um, there, there are so many things and so many factors and, and that, that PLC or PLF, uh, that you brought up is, is definitely a key to that. And it's something that's new to us as well. It's four years ago for yourself, just about two years for, for Che and myself. And, um, yeah, a lot has has happened in that two years. It's, it's, it is wild. You're absolutely right. It's a roller coaster and you can't even, you can't even dream it up. Right. No, I mean, you can't even think about it. I would have never guessed I would have written a couple books, like all met my publisher who is now my boss, you know, all of that happened on Twitter (laughs) Yeah, yeah. and through connecting and, and speaking at conferences like that is not something I ever did either. So it's, it's just wild. Yeah. You can't yeah. even, so if you're not connected and you're listening to the show, then Pav and I, and we haven't inspired you to get connected, um, DM us. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> of that, Pav, I know that people are going to listen to this, your journey and they are going to be inspired. They're going to want to connect with you. So how can they connect with you and also with you and Che with the Staff Room Podcast. Will you share that out on the story? And I'll put it in the show notes as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. So um, at Staff Podcast is probably the best way to get in touch with Che and myself. And so that's the Staff Room Podcast Twitter handle. Um, my personal Twitter handle is at Pavwander. And uh, the Twitter handle for our live uh, drive radio show is at the drive voice said um we take live we take requests for all of the music that we play on our sunday night show so and it is a really great community to be a part of um not just while you're listening but uh throughout the week as well so that's a great place to connect um we are also on instagram and on facebook and you can also check us out at chayandpav.com and connect with us there um subscribe to our newsletter. We're going to be putting one out very, very soon. Yay. That's exciting. I'll definitely be subscribing to that. Well, thank you for joining us, Pav, and sharing so much of your heart and your journey. I feel like our listeners are certainly going to find parts and pieces of that that they will be able to relate to. So if you are listening and you do find pieces that you can relate to, please do share out on social media. 
tag us, both Pav and myself, and use the hashtag Real Journey Show. We would love to hear what you're thinking. And remember, we're all inspired by each other's stories. So go out there and share your real journey with others as well. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you back next time. Thank you so much for joining The Real Journey Show. We are excited you tuned in today and hope that you have left feeling inspired and empowered to stay real and share your real journey with others. Remember, real, it's all about being relatable, exposing a little vulnerability, approachable, and learning through life. You can connect with me on Twitter at TaraMartinEDU or visit my website, TaraMMartin.com. Please use the hashtag Real Journey Show to share your thoughts of today's episode. Tune in next week, The Real Journey Show.